"'What's that?' Mr. Parker demanded, wondering if he had understood the woman correctly. "'You don't mean the fire was deliberately set?' "'Yes, it was,' the woman affirmed angrily. "'I was sound asleep, and then I heard a horse galloping into the yard. "'I ran to the window and saw the rider throw a lighted torch into the old hayloft. "'Soon as he saw it blaze up, he rode off.' "'Was the man anyone you knew?' Mr. Parker asked, amazed by the disclosure. W "'Were you able to see his face?' "'Hardly.' "'Mrs. Preston returned with a short laugh. "'He wore a black hood. "'It covered his head and shoulders.' "'A black hood!' Penny exclaimed. "'Why, Dad, that sounds like night Riders.' "'Mrs. Preston, do you know of any reason "'why you or your husband might be the target "'of such cowardly action?' "'The newspaper man inquired. "'It must have been done because John wouldn't join up with him. "'Join some organization, you mean?' Yes, they kept warning him something like this would happen, but John wouldn't have anything to do with him. I don't blame your husband, said the editor, seeking to gather more information. Tell me, what is the name of this disreputable organization? What is its purpose and the names of the men who run it? I don't know any more about it than I've told you, Mrs. Preston replied, suddenly becoming close-lipped. John never said much about it to me. "'Are you afraid to tell me what you know?' Mr. Parker asked abruptly. "'It doesn't pay to do too much talking. "'You act real friendly, and you did me a good turn by saving my truck, "'but I don't even know your name.' "'Anthony Parker, owner of the Riverview Star. "'The information was anything but reassuring to the woman. "'You're not aiming to write up anything I've told you for the paper?' she asked anxiously. Not unless I believe that by doing so I can expose those night riders who have destroyed your barn. Please don't print anything in the paper, Mrs. Preston pleaded. It will only do harm. Those men will turn on John harder than ever. Before Mr. Parker could reply, the roof of the storage barn collapsed, sending up a shower of sparks and burning brands. By this time, the red glare in the sky had attracted the attention of neighbors, and several men came running into the yard. Realizing that he could not hope to gain additional information from the woman, Mr. Parker began to examine the ground in the vicinity of the barn. "'Looking for hoof tracks?' Penny asked, falling into step beside him. "'I thought we might find some, providing the woman told a straight story.' "'Dad, did you ever hear of an organization such as Mrs. Preston mentioned?' "'Penny inquired, her gaze on the ground. "'I mean around Riverview, of course.' "'Mr. Parker shook his head. "'I never did, Penny. "'But if what she says is true, "'the Star will launch an investigation. "'We'll have no night riders in this community, "'not if it's in my power to blast them out.' "'Here's your first clue, Dad.' "'Excitedly, Penny pointed to a series of hoof marks "'plainly visible in the soft earth. "'The tracks led toward the main road.' These prints haven't been made very long. Dad, you look like Sherlock Holmes scooting along with his nose to the ground, Penny giggled. You should have a magnifying glass to make the picture perfect. Never mind the comedy, her father retorted gruffly. This may mean a big story for the star, not to mention a worthwhile service to the community. Oh, I'm heartily in favor of your welfare work, Penny chuckled. In fact, I think it would be wonderfully exciting to capture a night rider. Is that what you have in mind? We may as well follow this trail as far as we can. Apparently the fellow rode his horse just off the main highway heading toward Riverview. 
Be sure you don't follow the trail backwards, Penny teased. That would absolutely ruin your reputation as a detective. Jump in the car and drive while I stand on the running board, Mr. Parker ordered, ignoring his daughter's attempt at wit. Keep close to the edge of the pavement and go slowly. Obeying instructions, Penny drove the car at an even speed. Due to a recent rain, which had made the ground very soft, it was possible to follow the trail of hoofprints without difficulty. We turn left here, Mr. Parker called as they came to a dirt road. Speed up a bit or the tires may stick, and watch sharp for soft places. Aye, aye, Captain, Penny laughed, thoroughly enjoying the adventure. Soon the car came to the entrance of a narrow, muddy lane, and there Mr. Parker called a halt. We've come to the end of the trail, he announced. Have the tracks ended? Penny asked in disappointment as she applied the brakes. Quite the contrary, they turn into this lane. Both Mr. Parker and his daughter gazed thoughtfully toward a small cabin which could be seen far back among the trees. Despite the late hour, a light still glowed in one of the windows. The man who set the fire must live here, Penny exclaimed. What's our next move, Dad? As she spoke, the roar of a fast-moving automobile was heard far up the road approaching from the direction whence they had just come. Pull over, Mr. Parker instructed, and flash the taillight. We don't want to risk being struck. Barely did Penny have time to obey before the headbeams of the oncoming car illuminated the roadway. But as it approached, the automobile suddenly slackened speed, finally skidding to a standstill behind the Parker sedan. That you, Clem Davis? boomed a loud voice. Stand where you are and don't make any false moves. <laughs> 